Inflation for most people is causing them to use their credit cards to try and make up for income shortfalls. How big is this problem? In the second quarter of 2022, Americans added $46 billion to their credit card balances. Some of that could be you. The Federal Reserve Consumer Credit Report showed that the rate of interest on credit cards went from 14.56 to 16.65%. Those Americans struggling with credit card debt saw their delinquency rates escalate from 1.66% to 1.81%. The Cambridge Debt Consolidation program may be able to help you reduce the interest rates by two-thirds and cut your time to pay off the debt from 30 years to as little as five years. If you're struggling and you want professional and objective help getting your credit house in order, then call 1-855-435-2066. It's time for Black and White, a show that wants to bring all of us together, talking again about the issues that concern us. It's time to hear from people who only want to deal with facts. It's time for you to re-engage in your right of American free speech. It's time for Black and White. Welcome back to Black and White. And joining us today is Jason Shepard, who's been on our show before, kind of a leading kind of edge type of guy. And um, he's built a, a fantastic, already a fantastic empire and looking to do it more. Welcome, sir. Thanks so much, Dan, for having me. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. We looked at at what you did, how you recovered from being uh, taken off of YouTube and other places, and you stood your ground and and basically won. You now you talk uh, about about nine million listeners. What do you attribute to that kind of phenomenal growth? Uh, to be honest with you, Dan. Um, so when we were banned from the app stores, this was uh, right around let's say mid-January, uh, just about 10 days after the uh, alleged insurrection. So um, when we were banned from the app stores, we were uh, two to three days after Parler was, which was obviously a very big story. And we were, ended up being number one in the app stores then. So, so people knew who we were. And you can see the calculated moves that big tech was taking to, to basically get us shut down. But um, to answer your question fully is, uh, I believe that it really comes from the fact that we didn't bow to any content moderation demands by big tech or, you know, obviously Apple and Google Play specifically, because, you know, we essentially, we offer a very, very free speech platform. I mean, you could say what you want. That's not harassing somebody. It's not, you know, threatening anybody in a criminal element. And we just don't allow pornography and nudity. The only actual uh lay down that we had if you will from uh the app stores is we took after eight months of fighting them legally uh we took out uh uncensored from our name because in all actuality we're we are not 100 percent uncensored because we do not allow nudity don't allow pornography we don't allow any criminal elements so um i still think that we are the number one free speech network i think for the most true and we've been tested with uh two select committee demands on the j6 uh select committee and as well as um a US DOJ subpoena. And we we didn't even cooperate with them because the way our platform is built, you know, we have encrypted messenger, we don't verify email addresses or phone numbers at, at sign up. And uh, we didn't cooperate with them just because we couldn't cooperate with them. And I think that's what keeps us growing because people actually trust us because we're, we're tried and true. So what do, what do you, where do you see your company going, say over between now and the uh, the, the presidential election? Well, I, I certainly hope the trend continues that we keep growing. I mean, we have um, we have some new influencers jumping on. Uh, we have um, I don't want to say anything yet because she's a pretty controversial person, and I know she wants to announce it herself. But um, 
we have some individuals that are tied really heavily into the Trump aspect. And uh, even on True Social, they don't offer what we do in terms of legitimate free speech, first and foremost, and also the features. Uh, I, I don't believe you've been on there yet, Dan, but we are essentially Facebook meets Twitter meets YouTube um, and uh, actually meets TikTok, um, but with free speech. So we have more than any other platform to offer other than a Facebook, because I think Facebook is pretty much built the same way that we are. But I, I really hope that we keep growing in this aspect and people actually start coming over for, for not just politics, but to get away from the big tech aspect. Because, you know, when, when people keep feeding the beast, you know, it's, that's when they keep trying to hurt us worse. I noticed a couple of weeks ago that Facebook introduced a new service, kind of like Twitter, Mm -hmm. uh, and there was all kinds of press that they, in the first weekend, they got a hundred million subscribers, yep. but by the end of the first week, 50 million of them had not renewed. Yeah. Uh, you're speaking of threads. Um, and, and threads is a very interesting story because the way they actually put this out, it was a very underhanded move by, um, Mark Zuckerberg to do this. Obviously he does not like Elon Musk. They're apparently having a cage match at some point maybe who knows what's going on with that but um he wanted i mean they originally called it the twitter killer that was its uh that's how they were coining you know the threads app but uh threads is not much better than tiktok in terms of the data that it takes from you i mean threads actually has your credit score tied in through any other third-party apps that you have and um one thing about threads too that was really surprising to me was if you had an Instagram account, let's say, I think Instagram has been out for about 12 to 15 years. So if you had an Instagram account and you downloaded threads and you wanted to get rid of threads, that means you had to delete your initial Instagram account. So basically you're stuck with the app, um, you know, if you tied it into that original Instagram. So, and, and ironically too, I had about nine people that know me personally that have, that have worked with me in the past, as well as uh, know our fight with big tech. And they were trying to add me on threads and have me obviously sign up through my Instagram. And Instagram was warning them that I am an individual that regularly shares misinformation. And I don't even use Instagram. So um, it's pretty interesting how that was tied into the Facebook aspect. So has it continued to decline in terms of the number of users? Yeah, I mean, it certainly has. Um, I know people do like it in terms of you know some of the features it has, but those are the ones that are actually okay with big tech. I don't think you're going to see any more conservatives really jumping on there at this point in time, unless maybe they start getting paid to do such. But uh, I don't see it, it working out in the free speech realm at all. There's a lot of discussion going on in Congress and around the country about the influence of big tech and media in the 2020 election. The fact that, that Joe Biden seriously got more votes than any other president in history people starting to write now that that he is even less available today as president than he was when he was running for president. He has a very small campaign staff and he's, he's doing some newspaper advertising, but he's not doing a lot of travel. Do you think that he's going to be a factor in, and is it going to be because of big tech, like it was in 2020, is going to push him over the line? Uh. You know what, Dan, something in my soul still tells me that he's not going to be the Democratic nominee. I mean, I just don't know health wise. And then 
in this day and age, after how disastrous his administration was, I don't see how he could be a basement candidate again. I mean, this guy didn't, he doesn't visit the border. He didn't even go to Maui, where we had one of the worst natural uh, disasters recently. And um, he's not presidential. I mean, we, everyone made the argument that Trump wasn't presidential, but Trump actually did things. You know, he wasn't the best speaker in terms of, you know, calling somebody presidential, but it, it, I just don't see even how a Facebook and a well, I don't think Twitter would play that game anymore. But um, in, I mean, unless the Biden administration tells them it must, which is still a possibility. But uh, I don't see even Meta being able to to manipulate something like this in terms of getting him 81 million votes because people are fed up with it. They're they're fed up with the administration. They're fed up with what is this? His 25th vacation, I think they said, or, or something of that nature. 30, 30, 30. 30 yeah, see, that's I mean. No, that, that's not okay for the American people when, you know, he, he's touting inflation being low, but there's people that still can't, they, they don't even be, they're not even able to live paycheck to paycheck anymore. And uh, he, he's, he's absent. He's not just absent-minded, he's absent when he needs to be absent. And uh, the Maui aspect is, is certainly really going to hurt him, I believe, because, you know, first and foremost, I'm, I'm not sure if you saw the question, but what he was asked, you know, what he thought of the, de the death toll how, as it was rising in the fires. And he said no comment. And then rather than go visit Maui, he goes on vacation. So, you know, I don't see how even social media can save him at this point. I looked, I saw the, uh, an article this morning that was talking about um, <clears throat> the vacations, which we just talked about, and, and talked about what he's doing or not doing. He loves being president. Mm -hmm. And one reporter who has been following him for a long time, says as, as it relates to being president, Joe, Joe Biden is more form than substance. He didn't have any substance as, as being president, but he has some form. I, I read that and I said, wait a minute, are we, are we electing presidents based on their form or what they're going to do and what they can do? I, I, I look at it and I, there was a poll last week that came out in, in Virginia and it had basically Trump and Biden tied, tied. And I'm saying to myself, with 60 to 65% of the Americans being dissatisfied with what Joe Biden has done, how can they be tied? So is the social media exerting its pressure again to try and sell Joe Biden? I mean, so Virginia, obviously... A, a very democratic commonwealth. Um, mm -hmm. I know, obviously, um, Glenn Youngkin obviously got in, and uh, that's a fantastic situation. But, you know, when it comes down to president, you have all those, you know, very, very, you know, some of the most wealthy individuals in the country, they're donating this type of money to these super PACs and things for, for Democrats there. Virginia is a tough one to actually to base that answer on. I mean, Technically, no, I don't think they should be tied. I mean, um, Virginia people are struggling just as much as we are, you know, in, in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. But there's a lot of people that are just still very blatantly dissatisfied with, with Donald Trump as a person. I don't know if that's still what they do. You know, anybody but Trump kind of, I could see that being sold on social media, yes. But again, with with um, the Twitter files being released with uh, Judge Dowdy rolling, even though it's an appeal right now, but with him rolling based on the fact that the Biden administration should not have contact with any social media companies. I just don't know what they can actually get away with right now, Dan. 
Well, it appears that uh, that's, that's a very keen observation because if you look at the principles in the administration, they're clearly trying to manage the Biden, Hunter Biden story mm -hmm. and to, to keep uh, distance between the president and his son. But the Congress seems to be developing more and more information about the president uh, being in partnership with the son. It, it, it's amazing that we have, uh, I remember, <clears throat> you're too young, but I remember when uh, Richard Nixon was president and just before the House decided to, to vote on an impeachment, um, the leadership of the Republican Party, which was the minority party, by the way, at the time, went to the White House and suggested to Nixon that for the good of the country, he needs to resign. Mm -hmm. I think if this, I believe that this, this corruption and money story has, has legs and hasn't, hasn't finished. But I believe that the leadership of the Democratic Party is going to have to go to the White House and say to them, Mr. President, you don't want to do an impeachment trial. You need to resign. And yeah, that, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. And then who's then who's going to take the who's going to take the mantle of the Democratic Party? Uh, in my class that I teach every Monday morning, this, we asked that question this morning and and uh, the, the newspapers were full over the weekend that Hillary is not going to run, it's not going to be the replacement for uh, Biden, it's going to be Michelle. You really believe that? You really believe? She's, she's held no public office. She's going to run on her husband's record. That's why we should make her the most powerful person in the world? I don't think so. So we're going we're, we're to take a break here. How do people... Get involved with your organization and follow you. Sure. Uh, it's Wimkin.com. That's W-I-M as in Mary, K-I-N as in Nancy. Uh, that stands for uh, World Must Know Now in Honor of Free Speech. And you can also get us in Apple and Google Play um, after we did beat our eight-month eight app store ban. So we are available in there as well. We'll be right back. We are Americans, male and female, from many races and cultures from all over the world. One thing above all else is we are patriots who protect our nation and defend, when necessary, our Constitution from attacks both foreign and domestic. Today, as American patriots, we must take back our country from those who want to destroy it and us. We must start by taking back our children and their education. Parents, not union, should be in charge of our children's education. We must be sure that they are taught about the greatness of America and its people. Our children should not be indoctrinated with the belief that parents are racist and are evil and trying to destroy the world. As patriots, we must take back our country from foreign nations who want to destroy us and our way of life. Yes, as patriots, we want America to be first. We want an open and fair trade policy, energy independence, safe cities, and secure borders where we can grow and prosper as a nation of free people. Become an American patriot. Help take back America by voting Republican. Welcome back. And we're continuing our fascinating conversation with entrepreneur Jason Shepard about not only his Winkin website, but what's going on in the world. Tell, tell the audience about your website so they can begin to understand. I mean, you got a lot of listeners, but your potential for many times that. Tell us tell us about your your website. Sure. So uh, again, we offer a web version as well as a uh, 
an app version. And uh, the way that we are set up is essentially like a Facebook meets a YouTube meets a Twitter and even a TikTok. Um, we have essentially every single feature of uh, Facebook and down to marketplace, down to video chatting. You can upload um, up to five gigabyte videos. So um, Dan, I'm not sure how how long your podcast is in terms of in terms of size, um, but you know those are things that you can't do on other platforms that offer free speech. So uh, we stand alone essentially as the only competitor to Facebook in my mind that actually offers these services, but certainly the only one that actually offers free speech at the same time. And uh, you know you can live stream for if if you have a three hour show, you can live stream your entire show. You can get individuals watching it. Um, you know essentially. Really, there's not much that you can't do on Wimkin, to be honest. So you're, on your network, uh, you're talking about a show. Could mm -hmm. a person, like I have a friend who does a daily show, uh, two hours a day. Another one does three hours a day. Um, and they're not thrilled with the networks they're on. Can they come to you and you could broadcast their show? Absolutely. I mean, essentially, right through their software, um, you know, if they use a StreamYard, if they use an OBS or really anything, Restream, they can plug right in uh, just like they do on Rumble and it'll stream uh, on the social network just like it does on any other uh, streaming platform. And is what, what does it cost to use your service? It's free. It's, uh, I know Rumble charges $1,000 a month for that, but it's free right now because we want to build the network and we want to get some serious influencers to come over. And uh, we also offer um, ad uh, revenue sharing as well. You know, If they generate views and things, they can actually, uh, influencers can get paid for their content as they should. Do you have um, any limitations on how much you can take? Uh, in terms of users coming shows. over? No, no, oh, no, 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 not at all. Um, and the way they're actually, so every single show would save to your profile, just like on a Facebook listing, um, or a, I'm sorry, a Facebook profile. Uh, it's not, it's more social than it is like a YouTube and like a Rumble. Um, you know, essentially it's just like streaming to Facebook. That, that's really how you have to look at it at this point. And uh no, there's no limitation at all. Um, our nine o'clock time slot's pretty filled up in terms of, you know, some pretty pretty heavy hitters in terms of who's actually on there. But, you know, it's really all based on what people want to see. And they always will live in perpetuity based on the fact we will never shut them down. Um, the app stores make us actually tell them that we are watching every single minute live of videos so we can shut them down if there's something wrong. But we don't we don't moderate content like that. I'll be, I'll be wide open and honest about it, transparent. You know, um, if somebody wants to wreck a good thing by doing something ridiculously stupid, like sharing nudity or pornography or threatening someone's life, they don't belong on our platform anyways. But that's one of the that's the only reason that you would actually get kicked off of our platform, to be honest. And so how do you how do you spot those people who are breaking your rules? Well, we have some incredible users. Uh, when we actually fought the app stores, we had over 50,000 users send emails to Apple developer and Google developer uh, with basically real-time screenshots um, this is when Jack Dorsey still on Twitter uh, of the violence that was on Twitter you know against Trump um, you know BLM Antifa those those type of groups that were on Twitter posting these horrendous things uh, as well as Facebook I mean I, I know we had at least 500 versions of Kathy Griffin holding you know that severed Trump head so um, you know essentially that's that, that's how we ended up beating our app store bands um, but that's it's really, it's kind of, I don't, I don't want to say police. Police is not the right term because, you know, there's, there's really no policing of the platform, but because we've already gone through that eight months um, of being, you know, shut down by the app stores and things, 
our users really look out for us and they are the ones that will report something, let us know, hey, this person shared something that goes against your very simple terms of no nudity, no pornography, and no criminal element. Where do you think you can take your your platform? Where, 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 where can it, where can we, if we looked a year ahead, you got mm -hmm. 9 million viewers now. What is, what is your, we can, what does it look like 12 months from now? Is it just going to have more subscriber or are there going to be changes in content? What? Uh, I mean, I think we'll definitely have more subscribers, obviously, and we'll have some more influencers and hopefully people will start utilizing us the same way they would a rumble at this point in time, because, you know, they're first and foremost going to save money and they're going to make more money with us. And they also can, can trust us. I mean, we again, we have a proven track record uh, against the government, against big tech. But, you know, at, at this point, unless you're getting into AI, there's not much more that we can really offer because, I mean, again, you know, we have free live video chat. You, you can chat 24 hours a day to your family in a whole different country for free, just like a Skype system or a Facebook messenger on our platform. We offer the live streaming. We offer the, the largest video uploads, uh, the marketplace, the Patriot marketplace. We enter, um, we actually uh, enter our own um, coin called WimCoin on the platform too, to uh, have users be able to pay users for marketplace listings and to donate them, you know, for, for uh, like liking their content based on, you know, something that they're, you know, um, a lot of people work on donations and that. Um, so they can actually do that right through the platform as well. But Dan, as far as uh, any other features to put in, we really have to put our heads together because we have everything that, that really Facebook offers right now. Um, and uh, it would have to be something with AI. Which could be um, amazing. I, I'm, uh, I'm getting ready to publish a new book and uh, uh, I was looking for a particular design in a cover and um, I had used uh, Fiverr uh, to connect with me uh, some artists. And I, I used an artist out of Mumbai who did illustrations for a couple mm -hmm. of my children's books. Okay. And um, I went back to Fiverr to look for a picture for a cover of my uh, new book coming out called Sad Eyes. I, to I told her what I was looking for. I, I, it's a story about a young Irish lass was born in Waterloo, Iowa in 1912. She goes up, th grows up through the Depression, goes to the School of Nursing in Chicago and gets involved in the military and becomes a hero. And I said, she's red hair, dark green eyes, beautiful complexion, gorgeous girl. And about five minutes later, they came back to me with this picture. I said, is this a photograph? She said, no, it's artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. We just put in the parameters and the computer gave us the image. And so, you know, there's, there's an interesting discussion that came up this morning in, in my class. We were talking about artificial intelligence. And I just thought about it when I was talking to you. Artificial intelligence is going to go the way some people think it's going to go. It's going to be able to create content. But... We don't know who wrote the content necessarily. Person can put their name on it, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they wrote it if they used artificial intelligence. It's, I guess, growing rapidly in the college segment and now is working its way into high school. Is artificial intelligence going to be an important part of your future? You know, to be honest with you, Dan, artificial intelligence scares me. I mean, it, there's just so many nefarious things that you could do with this. And the way the world works right now, there's 
seems to be more nefarious people out there than there are actually good. And uh, I don't really want it in our platform, so to speak. I mean, if you want to do something neat like that with art, uh, I don't have really have a problem with that. But when you start utilizing it to write papers and, and these things, I mean, what are kids and what are students in college going to actually learn when they're utilizing something that just churns and churns and churns out, you know, a papers and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, it's, it, it's kind of a really pivotal moment. What's well, definitely a pivotal moment for all of us because, you know, it, it really comes down to morals, ethics, and values. And, you know, I wouldn't be comfortable cheating on an exam. Uh, whereas, AI pretty much is cheating on an exam. So, right. Um, right. but I'll be honest with you, it, it's, it's got a tremendous upside in some medical aspects, but, and I'm certainly sure you could write a paper within a matter of two minutes, you know, and in, we're talking, you know, it could be a, a 50,000 word essay or something of that nature uh, that it'll turn out like that. So, um, and it'll probably be great content, but there's no personability to it, you know? Um, so I'm not a fan of it. And I'm very scared of where it can go. Okay, so let's move on in the few moments we have left. Let's let's look at 2024. Mm -hmm. um, do you see not so much your platform changing? Do you do you see a whole different level of content coming to your platform? Uh, I would hope so. I mean, we have. I'd say our platform right now is about 85% conservative. So. You know, and, and I am actually one for learning from the other side. I mean, I'm, I have an open mind and uh, I really like to learn. I mean, if you just have an echo chamber, then you're just not going to really advance anywhere, if you know what I mean. So um, I would like to see some more liberals come over. I would like to have ones that aren't trying to hurt us, though. I mean, there are people that literally just try to post things and then, then screenshot it and send it to the app store and things of that nature. But we also want ones that actually aren't going to sit there and just, you know, degrade people and, and start, you know, a fight because they just don't disagree or they disagree with someone's opinion. Um, but I would love to see all sides of the political equation jump on and, and actually let's try to learn from each other and maybe actually find some media down the line and realize that what we have right now is not best for our country. I agree. I did a discussion this morning. We were talking about the new law that was passed and signed last weekend in, a, in Oregon where parents are no longer permitted to hear uh, from the schools about what's being, what a child is doing and making decisions on abortion, on transgender mm -hmm. uh, pronouns and all that stuff. And um, uh, the bulk of the people in the room this morning were saying, so there's no role for the parents. And so I said to them, well, that's true. Uh, but I said, let me, let me, let me read you the other side of the story. The headline in the story was that parents are going to be not able to see what's going on with their child. Uh, theoretically, they could have an abortion and the parents wouldn't know about it. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I said, wait a minute, let me ask you this question. If, if you don't know what's going on with your children, what do you know about the people who are trying to advise your children? And I right. did some research about, about the number of qualified teachers to teach not sex education, but transgenderism, homo, 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 homosexual behavior, uh, abortion, those kinds of things. And there's not a lot of teachers that have uh, 
experience in in training to deal with these subjects. Mm -hmm. The other article that I read, which we talked about this morning, was that what's going on in the public schools is there's grooming going on with the far left people who are involved in the schools to try and capture children in, into the far left agenda. And that kind of shocked them a lot. Um, can, can the far left use your website for their agenda of grooming people? Uh, we wouldn't allow grooming of any kind. Um, there's absolutely no, you know, it, we have, we have a 17 rated app, but uh, in terms of age, but we would absolutely not allow any type of grooming of minors um, or advancing the agenda of, you know, we, we've actually shut down Antifa um, on our platform because they, they were committing crimes. Um, we've shut down some, some, some anti-American groups, uh, you know, actual, what we probably were borderline terrorist groups. So, you know, anything that comes down to that uh, in terms of actually, you know, affecting children in any way, shape or form negatively, there's no chance that would be seen on our platform. Well, unfortunately, sir, we're, we're out of time if it goes very quickly when we have you on the show. Oh, uh, thank you. And tell our audience how to get a hold of you and follow your network. What's the, what's the call letters? Absolutely, guys. It's Wimkin.com. That's W-I-M as in Mary, K-I-N as in Nancy.com. And also Wimkin in the app stores. Uh, you can also download Realster, which is our new um, American and child safe and data safe uh, version of TikTok. Uh, and uh, we have a lot of things going on right now. So um, we're, we're trying to better the world through technology in the right way. Super. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Dan. We'll be right back. Thank you for joining us today. And we'd like to hear your comments or questions. So go to bwradionetwork.com. That's bwradionetwork.com. And give us your questions or comments. And thanks for joining us today.